What is up, guys? I have a sort of embarrassing admission here. Uh, we recorded this episode about a month ago, maybe a little more, and our feed has been so busy with Moon Knight, uh, basically, that we have not had a chance to post this. Um, and I kind of forgot... <laughs> I knew it was a commissioned episode and we'd done two that day and I forgot that this was the one about predictions. So I went to post it today and realized, oh wait, this is predictions, but the first few minutes are about <laughs> Morbius and Moon Knight, which we are, you know, one one happened already and one is uh <laughs> one is halfway through. But actually I, I listened to it and I found it uh still really fun to listen to. Some of it is predictions for stuff that did or did not happen. Some of it were spot on, some of it were were way missing the mark. And that's we even talk about it in the episode how this'll be fun to this episode'll be fun to look back on our twenty twenty two predictions. Um it might become a yearly thing. And best thing about the episode, Jeff's here. Jeff's back. So, uh, listen to check out this episode with Jeff in it. Yay, Jeff. I missed you, buddy. Listening to it. I just like it, it warmed my heart to hear us, hear us podcasting together again. He won't ever hear this, but you guys can know that I've missed him. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we have another commissioned episode to bring to you. What's going to happen? It's what we're always thinking. But now we get to actually talk about it. All that and more with the set we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff, how you doing, bud? I am getting swole, sir. How are you? You getting swole? Yeah, man. Ever since uh, Mar... No, not March. Jeez. The beginning of this year, uh, January 5th, my... Uh, my department has been having a like a an IT biggest loser competition type thing. Nice. I've lost I've lost forty pounds since then. Dude, that's great. And uh, and I have been getting back into the gym, lifting, and like I can do the uh, the Terry Crews chest bump thing again. Nice, nice. Got to do that. And um, you know, just uh, you know, getting cut. You know, dude, that's great. That's <laughs> great. You're looking really cut for a homeless dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I'm ever going to look like Thor, but, you know, <laughs> going to try. Dude, congrats, man. Really. Uh, I've been, um, I've been trying to get on a similar trajectory, uh, and I have been, but very loosely. I like, and I don't do well on loosely, so I need to get more strict on myself. Um, yeah. So that, that's, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, man. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's a classic ADHD thing. If there's no... Mm -hmm. rigorous structure yep. i'm not gonna do it i need rigorous structure to really make it happen i've just been basically like not eating out and i like like cutting That's back and start. eating at the house and like doing that but which is like money saving and also eating healthier you know a little bit yep. of a little column a little column b yep yep absolutely but then if you still eat all of the food in your house every day <laughs> exactly you know, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's, so I've been doing better, but nowhere near that. That's great, man. Love it. Love to hear it. Yeah. So obviously, I'm winning. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're 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 kicking kicking my ass on the podcast weight loss competition that we just now started that you started and didn't tell me about. 
<laughs> Rude. Well, the gauntlet has been thrown, sir. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> we'll track that in another report. <laughs> so we got a wonderful commissioned episode here from our uh, patron, uh, Caliber Explosion. Caliber Explosion. You put some respect on that name. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. He sent this in a few months ago, which is kind of the way the... Uh, Commissioned episodes work uh, with kind of, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a queue of them. Um, yeah. And so uh, th- this one, uh, he, he originally sent it in when we hadn't really started the, any of the stuff last year or so. So he was uh, requesting uh, phase four has kicked off in a huge way with potential of the multiverse. Uh, with that being said, Matt, Jeff and Ashley, uh, what do you think will happen in the coming series slash movies based off what we know already. And then he gave a list of series, some of which have already come out. Uh, But (laughs) we're going to dive into what will happen with the ones we think are going to happen in 2022. Um, Given the same kind of question, like what do we think is going to happen? What, what, what is happening in the show? What do we think it'll contribute to in the bigger stories that are happening? Kind of crazy, man. just the loose yeah. structure of this, like I, I'm so confused about where the Marvel universe is going right now. Cause it feels like there right. are like these humongous, like tent pole things happening. Yeah. It, um, it, it kind of has branched out in a, mm-hmm. a in an enormous way. Yeah. Um, where like before we had some stuff that, you know, was kind of separate where we had like the guardians doing their thing and then everything else happening on earth. And then they came together, but now it seems like we've got a whole bunch of, you know, disparate things that are not really seemingly related, not just across like the planet, the, the galaxy, whatever. It's like also across timelines Mm -hmm. because like, loki and what if and you know the multiverse of madness coming up like has kind of shattered our perception of like what is where because like any of these properties that are coming up in you know the near future could be from anywhere in the multiverse for sure it's almost like this is a whole different playing field that we're stepping onto with the multiverse Um, right and after no way home and and the crazy stuff they did and the appearance apparent appearance of uh charles xavier it's like not only are they playing in the marvel cinematic universe anymore they're like stepping into a multiverse that could include anything but it also could include other properties <laughs> yep which is wild other, like other properties from 2000 yeah like let's go back 20 years and throw in some some stuff from that too that's crazy man it's really yeah. it's just nuts yeah, and like we really honestly should have had this discussion months ago because <laughs> it would have been so much easier to talk about. Like, because if you know, Shang-Chi was kind of a smaller story about you know just him and 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 his uh his relationship with his father, you know, mm-hmm. No Way Home. We were like, obviously, this is going to be. You know, there's there's villains from across the multiverse, whatever. Like that would have been the most complex one to talk about. 
But now, like, that seems paltry by comparison. Yeah, it does. And it, the thing that's got me confused, and I've, I've said it before on the cast, is that there's, like, the multiverse is a thing. But you yep. also have the scroll invasion is a thing. And it's like, seems totally separate from what is happening. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's just a whole different line of stuff. And then you've got the blade building what we're assuming maybe the midnight suns yep. or something. Yeah, uh, or a, a, a dark team defenders, maybe Excalibur, maybe. I don't know. Right. So what in the world? Like, there's just so many options on the table. Oh, my God. And they're all contributing to these different things. So. What we're going to do is we're just going to go down the story, the, each, of, each of the properties, and just throw out some ideas, spitball, think about what we think is going to happen in these movies and how they'll impact, impact the verse. Best we can do. Mm. We don't know anything very <laughs> deliberately. Like, we're not out looking for leaks, but uh, we're, we, we want to experience all these things, but we're going to just do our best to kind of give our best guesses. Um, and this actually might be a really fun episode to look back on at the end of the year and be like, what were we right about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, how much spaghetti stuck? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll try to do that. That could, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll do... We'll, we'll have a recap at the end of the year to see how wildly inaccurate we were. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, first thing we're getting that is somehow crossing over is Morbius. Is it, though? I don't know. I have no... We have no idea what verse it's in, but it's the first thing that comes out that's... No, it's not. Freaking Adrian Toon. Oh, Moon Knight comes out before that now, right? <sighs> like the day before, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh gosh, I for I'm, I'm I my my brain. I, I when I organized the list, I was like, oh yeah, Morbius comes out in January, which is definitely not true now. Uh, <laughs> yep. So first prediction, it's getting pushed back again. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> the fifth time. Judging by its history. Uh, I think it's a, it would be a safe bet to say it's going to be pushed back again. Mm. It's seeming like the movie that's never going to come out at this point. Right. Like, it's the New Mutants of this year. Yeah, yeah. It's been pushed more than the New Mutants right. at this point. That's probably it's, true. It's been pushed several years. And, you know, a yeah. lot of that has to do with COVID. But uh-huh. uh, worldwide, I believe COVID numbers are down, like, significantly from where they were. Um, yeah, at least like hospitalizations and stuff are down. I don't know if the, right. I, don't, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but like the Omicron, whatever, you know, who knows? Like, I, Once I, we get a new I, variant, honestly, they'll shoot back up. Yeah. Well, the Omicron variant like was much more virulent, but less dangerous. Yeah. It was more transmissible, but less hospitalism. Right. Hospitalizations still went up because it was that virulent, even though it was yeah. less, less likely to be hospital. Anyway, like it's a whole thing, but. It's a whole thing. We're not we're, we're not here to talk about no, virology. No, but point is, I think Morbius is coming out. <laughs> okay. Uh but let's talk I guess I guess the Moon Knight would be first then. Um what <sighs> what's going to happen in Moon to talk about Morbius at this point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I you know, let's let's give Morbius the the benefit of of it was supposed to come out first and talk sure, about it. Sure. Sure. Cuz we've we've seen some pretty in-depth reveal everything trailers for it so far hmm that's true i I mean well we know we know that just from what we know michael morbius doctor is going to be sick and he reaches out for some sort of solution that he's heard of or something it seems like maybe there's another person who's found a cure for this thing that he has 
uh, this like blood disease or whatever it is. And he goes to get some sort of like, almost like, it seems like it's like a mystical cure. You know, he goes to this cave, cuts his hand, puts it up. He's going to get, and then he wakes up three months later. You know what I mean? Like on a, on a container ship. And it sounds like maybe there's dead people on the container ship. Yeah. It definitely looks like there was, uh, some murder that happened on the container ship. Yeah. And so, from there, I really don't know where it goes. I know that Matt Smith is in it, it appears, which yep. I'm excited about. And it seems like Matt Smith might be playing sort of a, uh, maybe another vampire or something like that. Or a vampire hunter. Mm, maybe. That'd be rad. You know, it would be, it would be awesome uh, if it were, Matt Smith is playing a, like a vampire hunter, kind of like Blade. Mm-hmm. And... Um, is hunting Morbius. He's like, you know, this is obviously a young vampire, doesn't know what he's doing, you know, and eventually gets to Morbius and realizes this guy's not actually a vampire like all those other ones. Because Morbius is like, he's one of Spider-Man's original uh, villains. Because like Spider-Man has this thing with, with villains where like, they're all based on animals or hunters in weird ways. (laughs) Yeah. Like Morbius is the vampire bat of the, of the world. Cause you know, you've got the, your octopi and your scorpions and rhinos. And you know, then you've got the Craven, the hunter, which is also going to be a thing that comes out soon. Uh, Oh yeah. Supposedly um, that one's, I feel like that one's been pushed back more. (laughs) I I think, well, there were different versions of it. Right. Yeah, the Sony verse stuff is like, will it, won't it? Right. You know, they're they're all over the place. Well, they but, have a lot of like, this will be because I think they were talking about Craven the Hunter like back when it was still Andrew Garfield's movie, and they were like talking about that being the next thing, and then it all changed, and it all you know changed to Tom yeah. Holland. And every year, it's like another Craven the Hunter story, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron Taylor Johnson was confirmed to be Craven the Hunter. Yeah. So. You know, there's at least a little bit of progress in that direction. But um, Morbius is the the vampire bat. And so, you know, he's still a living person. Mm -hmm. And in the comics, he's called Morbius the living vampire. Right. So, like, he's not an undead like the rest of the vampires. So, like, maybe, you know, Matt Smith is that vampire hunter, gets to him and recognizes, realizes he's not a real vampire. And then maybe there's a we can work together kind of thing i don't know like maybe he becomes an anti-hero sort of like venom because venom was mentioned right well and that's the, the whole trailer. other thing like what the <laughs> hell who where what verse is this movie in you know they're deliberately confusing it you know what i mean like they yeah. want it to be known that it's tied to venom because venom's their one of their big properties they also want it to be known that it's tied to the mcu because it's one of the biggest properties in the universe so like what yeah, what is the where is this thing going to sit? And I think like it's probable that a lot of that is trailer lies. You know? <laughs> like I really yep. I really think that a lot of that stuff is just they like alternate lines that aren't actually in the movie and we're going to find out soon, very soon what actually is in that movie and what verse it's in. I swear you it's like your song to Marvel. Tell me lies, mm-hmm. tell me sweet little lies. I never mind a lie, Marvel. I never mind a lie. <laughs> It's possible. It's possible that Matt Smith is the uh, is the vampire hunter. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't know anything about this movie, <laughs> and like yeah. how it will impact the rest of the MCU relies heavily on how it will, like where in the multiverse it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's definitely not in the main, like the Tom Holland timeline or that sure. verse. Except the Adrian Toomes part of it, you know? Yeah, that, that kind of throws me off. It could, oh, there's also the question of when does it happen? Because sure. like in the, in the trailer, he says, we are Venom. And then it's like, oh, I'm just joking. I'm Michael Morbius, you know, Dr. Morbius. Nice to, at your, you know, service. At your service, whatever. Um, so like, he says we are Venom, so it, there's an understanding of who and what Venom is, right? Mm-hmm. But Venom, at the end of No Way Home, was like, you know, no, we just got here, and like mm-hmm. goes away, gets put back in his verse. So like, yep. I, I have to imagine that like those two are tied together and go, you know, to that verse by themselves. Or yeah. I guess not necessarily by themselves, but right? They, it's, you know, it's, they go back where they came from. Either Adrian, either that line is a lie, and the venom thing isn't in there, or Adrian Toomes is a variant. I think that's like basically the only two solutions, right? And and I think it's going to be that that Adrian Toomes is a variant, um, because like all he says is, you know, Doc, we should keep in touch, and he looks like looks like a paramedic almost or he, just, uh, he doesn't no. look like himself no he looks he was in a prison uniform was he in a prison uniform yeah i think so i think i think he's in like a prison uniform and they're like oh. doing some sort of prison transfer or something they're like hmm. getting out of one car into another i think there's also a new trailer i don't know if you've seen we covered it uh, a few weeks ago no, that um he it, it, basically it's a much more extended conversation with adrian tombs so there's a lot, it seems like they're not just going to skirt by each other. It seems like they're going to have a little bit of a conversation and it's, he, he gives him some advice about like how he should embrace his power. You know, he should like be who he is and not hide his villainy or whatever. Like he like go embrace, be the bad. There's also a line where Matt Smith in the new trailer says something like go be, you, you, you need to be who you are, the bad guy. Um, and like, hmm. so there seems to be this, like something about this movie is going to be Michael Morbius trying to embrace who he is, but it, it's like, he's going to get to decide who that is. And I, th- I think that's what this movie is going to be about. That's what the arc of this movie is probably going to be about him deciding who he is and who he is at the beginning of the movie is this doctor who wants to help people, yep. including himself. And then who he is at the end of the movie, I think he's going to have to have have some sort of crisis of identity because of the power he has because of the hunger for blood because of all of this. And then at the end of the movie, he's going to decide he is that doctor who wants to help people. You know what I mean? Like, and that may, that may take a different form now that he's a vampire or a living vampire or whatever. But I think the arc of the movie will be him like reconnecting to the beginning of the movie and being like, no, I'm this, I choose, like I could choose to be the villain, like this other, other vampire or whatever. Right. I could be that. Th- there's a lot of power there. Or I could choose to be myself, Michael Morbius, who's going to continue to fight for people. Um, and he'll, so he'll have like all the hunger and all the like sort of power of a vampire, but try to be doing the right thing. I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. my guess. 
No, I like that. I like that. I guess what you were saying about uh, Matt Smith, you know, in the in the trailer, like the words that that character was saying, um, kind of undercut or um, you know, knock the legs out from under my theory of like maybe he's a vampire hunter. It, well, it, unless he's like trying to hunt the vampire and like. And and let's say let's say he's a vampire hunter and the vampire saying like because yeah I agree with you it sounds like he's saying be the bad guy like I'm like I am which I, is how I took it but it, taking right. it your way it could be Matt Smith going like stop stop acting like you're the good guy here like I'm the good guy I'm the vampire hunter you right. know what I mean like yeah what, what what like I'm the good guy you you're the bad guy stop trying to pretend you know that yeah yeah it could be that. It could also be the, you know, he's trying to bring him into the vampire fold. Exactly. That's kind of, that's kind of what I took it as, but I don't know. You, your way works too. Yeah. The way of him being a vampire hunter and saying that, uh, makes it a bit more complex and, and have a bit more depth as far as like character, um, and, and character choices and, Mm -hmm. you know, motivations for said choices. It's a bit more, it's a bit more complex. Right, and it's the essentialism of I'm the vampire hunter, you're the vampire. I'm the good guy, you're the bad guy, and then the story plays out very differently. You yeah, know? And the story is like, well, no, I'm not. Like, we could both be good guys. You could be a bad guy. There's a really wonderful season of Angel that uh, there's a vampire hunter who's been hunting Angel for like hundreds of years, something happens to him and he gets like trapped in a, another dimension or something and comes back from that hell dimension. And he's like even more like grizzled and he's like a vampire hunter. And, you know, from olden times, he was hunting this evil Angelus who is like the vampire, but now angel has a soul. And there's this whole season of like this vampire hunter who's trying to kill him because of who he used to be. And it's, 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 it's a really good season. I like, I like it a lot. Hmm. And so the vampire hunter is kind of doing lots of bad, bad, bad things because now Angel's a good guy. And like everyone who works with him is a good guy. And like he's going around trying to hurt the people that Angel works with because they're like, how are you serving this vampire? Like, what are you doing? So to him, it seems totally insane. Um, And it asks those same kinds of questions. Oh, well, I mean, if we've already had content like that, we shouldn't have another one. (laughs) True, true. Yeah, you can't tell the same superhero story over and over. Oh, yeah, that's what most superhero movies kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> do we think that there's going to be any sort of an impact to the rest of everything from Morbius? It all depends on what will happen in, in where the where it sits in the verse. It really does. Where it sits okay. in the multiverse. Because obviously if it's in the MCU, then sure. If it's in the Sony verse with Venom, then sure. Like it, I mean, like it could impact the fact that Adrian Toomes exists. So, like the next Venom movie, the the thing that I have most hope for in that movie is that one of the Spider Men will appear. And if that happens, like let's say we find out, here's the biggest impact that movie could have, other than just being a good movie, could be a great movie. But the biggest impact to me is if. We find out it is the same universe as Venom. And we find out that that Adrian Toomes exists, which expands that universe in a cool way. Yep. Because now we have three cool villains. And then we find out which Spider-Man lives in that universe. Like we we meet Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire 
Or Miles Morales. Or Miles Morales. Yeah. Like, if we met a Spider-Man, and suddenly the Sony-verse is, like, a real thing. Because, like, we all love Andrew Garfield right now because of his appearance in No Way Home. Yep. If he showed up having, like, if he showed up in that movie, and now we know that, like, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, Venom, uh... And all and these other characters are all in the same universe that could easily lead to like a cool Sinister Six movie with characters we care about from all these disparate places, you know, Mm -hmm. could be Mm -hmm. really cool. I mean, (laughs) sorry, I I just feel like, you know, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man really needs to have that experience of being able to fight an alien. (laughs) <laughs> you know everybody else got to fight yeah. an alien he didn't get one it's a great point i never got to fight an alien that would be a such a great line if <laughs> like if if it came to that and he's fighting venom he's like yes aliens finally <laughs> not only is it an alien it's a black suit <laughs> it's like the moment that star lord finally gets called star lord you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good that would yeah. be so great. <laughs> oh, but you know, if we're if we're talking like across the Spider-Verse type stuff, like uh if we got to see um Spider-Gwen in there, yeah. what like if he oh, get, yeah. if he got to see Spider-Gwen, that mm-hmm. would oh, that would break his whole heart, reality, everything, yeah. all of it. For sure. Yeah, meeting Gwen in any in from any other universe would be great. And that's the thing is like now we have these two Spider Men who have traveled this the multiverse, um, and now we're gonna have more of that multiverse travel. So, you know, what if we get more of a Spider Verse type feel from a movie like with an Andrew Garfield or a Tobey Maguire? You know? Oh man, that would be so great. Maybe really great. That would be so great. All right, so let's talk Moon Knight. A little smaller scale, a little more, a little more introspective, a little, little more inside your own mind, right? Mm. Of a tale with Moon Knight. Yep. So I what have it, no idea. <laughs> okay. Well, we know what we know. We know there's a guy who seems to have multiple personalities, who is somehow one of them is Kanshu. Or multiple of them are Khonshu. <laughs> An avatar of Khonshu. Okay. Yeah. Imbued right. with power. Uh, he's like Mark Spector uh, was a, um, at least in the comics, he was a, a, a mercenary. Okay. And ended up where he was because of the mercenary work. But like, that doesn't look like the way that we're going to be introed to the character in no. the series, it looks like he's going to start as the meek, you know, uh, Steven, Steven, is the character, I believe. Yeah. The, the meek Steven who I guess works at the museum. Mm-hmm. And is just somehow going to get thrown into this world where Mark Spector's out being a mercenary probably. And so like he's waking up and finding out Mark Spector has been living his life, you know? Yeah. That's already an interesting story in itself. I love that. He's like waking up mid, you know event or mid fight or Mm -hmm. mid thing and he's like he's got a gun in his hand he's like oh what is this oh i'm driving Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh there's a cliff i I love that so much but like that that worries me as far as like trying to that one throws a wrench in this whole thing like because we it's so hard to predict how that story is going to go not just because like 
I don't know Moon Knight stories from the comics very well, but also because like how much of this series is just going to be his mind playing tricks on him. Absolutely. And we just don't know anything. And they've, they've said in an interview recently that like Moon Knight is going to be a standalone property. Like it's not going to rely on a lot of previous knowledge uh, from the MCU. It's still going to exist in the MCU, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be like the result of something else. Kind of start starting from scratch, like building a character from scratch. There's several characters to build from scratch there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're all played by Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. So we don't have, I don't think we're going to have much crossover into this story. Right. Right. At least, at least off the bat. Um, and I think it's just going to be about, yeah, like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I have a feeling it's, it's obviously relates to this character, uh, this cult leader character. Yep. Played by Ethan Hawke, right? Yep. So, yeah. Uh, let's let's make a call. Who's that guy? And what's he going? What's he going to do? What's that guy trying to do? <laughs> uh, he's probably trying to unleash the Egyptian god of chaos, Set. All right. Well, there we go. Because he said, you've got chaos and you embrace the chaos. I like it. There it is. So that guy is sir, a servant of a different a different Egyptian god. And then we're going to have to have Moon Knight fight a servant of a different Egyptian god. And probably will end up getting imbued with power because Ethan Hawke is a pretty good uh, action hero as well. Yep. Um, and we're probably going to get like, uh, you know, Avatar versus Avatar. Oh, that'd be action. so cool. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. I mean, the biggest thing is just him, Steven, the character Steven, who seems like his main character, learning about his life, his different versions of his life. The cool thing is, like, just the story of Steven and Mark Spector, if there was no Khonshu, is already an interesting story. Right. And so, like... Kind of like a memento sort of, like, interesting story. Yeah, 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 for sure. Memento, Fight Club, whatever. Like yes. Like, some sort of other character living out your life. Yep. Um, that's our, and, and the fact he's a mercenary, like, so there might be interesting mercenary bits that have nothing to do with the mystical Khonshu side. Yep. And it's just going to be like, like, like that, whatever he's in that car and he wakes up with the gun in his hand, like that might just be him and Mark, him and Mark Spector dealing with like their own thing, Steven and Mark Spector before Khonshu even enters the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be. Mm. It could be. Like, that's already interesting, and then you bring Khonshu in. Then you put the, the mystical Marvel magic on it. <laughs> As for its impact, the story, two, two major things I think of how it could connect, and that is this dark hero storyline, uh, the Midnight Suns. Yep. Like, if, uh, if Blade or Dane Whitman showed up in the, in the show. Or both. Uh, that could be really cool. Yeah, I think I think very much like right at the end in the last episode, um, we're gonna see something like a, a Blade and Dane Whitman showing up to be like, "Hey, we're putting a team together to fight off these mystical dark things that happen at night. We're gonna fight the things that go bump in the night. We're gonna bump back." More likely, <laughs> Mark Spector already did that, and we're gonna see Steven waking up, and he's just already a part of oh, the night zone. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I do too. Like, like if just like we as an audience 
get thrown into the the middle of the action with him. He gets thrown into the middle of a team that just already exists. Yeah, they're already the like a fully Moon formed everything. Yeah, just like, oh, like yes. he wakes up and there's just like Ghost Rider and freaking Wolverine. Yeah, and freaking <laughs> <laughs> like everybody who's like ever been in the Midnight Sun just standing around and you're like, that's like the last panel yeah, that like blows your mind. That would be so freaking mind blowing if that's like the post credits. Oh man, it would also yeah. Oh, that would be so. Oh, that fun. would be great. Okay, that's what I want to happen. I'm not saying that's gonna yeah, happen, but that's what I want. No. That is not going to happen, but that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I always want what I can't have, yep, you know? Yep. It's always just out of reach. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I have to say, we have no control over. And we're back. Let's keep moving through these. So the, the, the one that I think that is the most impactful of any of yeah. them in the upcoming year, um, or really maybe the most impactful for a while since Endgame, even mm-hmm. multiverse yeah, of madness so. mm-hmm. is yeah, it. So where moon Knight is an introspective head trip, multiverse of madness is going to be an outside of the, like a, an outside of the body head trip. Yeah. Out in the world, out on all of them. Because <laughs> I mean, worlds. it looks like we get, many different versions of of strange we get an understanding of how uh dr strange is maybe a little too reckless when it comes to like what he would do to save uh what he considers reality and how that kind of mm-hmm. you know unlocks some really bad stuff um and yeah. and takes maybe some some dark paths maybe sets people up for bad things but it also looks like it also looks like there might be some Illuminati action because yeah. we get the possibility. I mean, we heard Patrick Stewart in that trailer. Yep. And I mean, that panel of, of people just definitely looks like it could be the Illuminati. I mean, that, that could also be a, a new TVA kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it on the, uh, that this seems like it's functioning as some form of a TVA, but instead of being, controlled by these variants that are outside the timeline it's controlled by people from the timeline who have realized that the multiverse is a problem or like that the multiverse is sort of like crashing in on itself or the multiverse needs um, guidance yeah 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 so it's like all these and there is going to be a tony stark on that panel that's one of the things i just know there's going to be a tony stark i don't think it's going to be rdj but that uh tom cruise tony stark maybe maybe that's one of the rumors Tommy Stark, if um, you will. <laughs> um, but the, those uh, clear Stark tech robots walking in, I was like, yeah, there's, there's going to be a Tony Stark yeah. on that. Panel. You know who else needs to be on that panel? Reed Richards. That I think is going to be a, uh, a, a dark character for it. Oh, who's that? Dr. Doom. Ooh, that would be cool. Yep. I think that Victor Von Doom That's is going to be cool. on that panel or on that, that council and mm-hmm. you know, where, where you said, you know, the, these people know that the, the multiverse is collapsing on itself. That's kind of a, that was a catalyst for the, the recent secret wars story where, um, 
the Illuminati and basically all the scientists, you know, cause they all do science, <laughs> all the scientists mm-hmm. discovered <laughs> that, you know, these things are happening with the multiverse, that universes were being destroyed and that they were collapsing into each other, colliding and destroying each other. And I think that that council can, can be the, the set that realized that sort of thing. And they see the destruction happening and that's what Doctor Strange saw when, like, you know, the the buildings were in the sky being pulled apart. Like, that sort of destruction is what was happening. But Victor Von Doom is working against everybody in secret, actually causing that to happen. Trying to make a new verse to make himself into a god. All right. That is a swing. That's that exactly swing. what happened with Secret like- Wars, for the most part. Sure, yeah, but- yeah. I, I think it's a big swing for what this movie's doing. Uh, but I do like the idea of Victor Von Doom being there. He would be such a different idea. Like, everyone's kind of talking about Reed Richards being on that panel. Yeah. Um, but no one's really talking about Doom. And that would be a different way to handle it. And I think probably a cooler way to handle it. To be like, introduce Doom first, you know? Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, it could be that Reed and Doom are there. Yeah, that would be interesting. And that's, you know, that could be what sets up the Fantastic Four is that Reed knows Doom from the council. Yeah. And he was outed as bad guy on the council. So, you know, they were like the closest of allies or whatever. Yeah. What if the Fantastic Four are like just straight up multiverse hoppers? You know what I mean? Like that's just. I mean, they are in the comics. Sure. Sure. But like yeah. they're also just the people who exist on this version of earth. And like, what if they just like completely are from the multiverse? They never really existed here. And they just start like, you know, incurring here to like do what they need to do or whatever. I don't know. That could be fun. Oh yeah. 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 Like they're, they're not from this verse. They're from another verse. Yeah. They've come here to save us. Oh yeah. That could be cool. Or they're, they came here to escape their universe destroying. Right. Oh, being destroyed. That's good. I like that. <gasps> what if they didn't have powers there and that universe being destroyed is what gave them their powers on their way over? Right. And in the, the comics are Doom and Reed friends like they are in like every version of the movies. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't remember. I don't think that's always the case. I know they are in like a couple of versions of the movies, but I don't think that's the... I don't think that's from necessarily from comics. Like they're friends before they get powers. Cause I think, uh, doom was like a, you know, like the, whatever the emperor of this country. Latveria. Yeah. He's the ruler. I don't remember like what his actual title. Yeah. Just was. Emperor, like I don't king know. of Latveria or something. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that that would be interesting if to see him. I also think it'd be interesting to see a version of black Panther on that panel. Now we're just talking about what's going to be on that panel. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> not even about yeah. Doctor Strange yeah, anymore. Like, what's happening in Doctor Strange? I don't know. But who's on, who's sitting on that panel? Uh, to, to, to break it down, I think that there's a couple of different ways the plot of Multiverse of Madness could go because there's this idea in the trailer that like he wakes up every night from from a night a dream and then he, he wakes up every night from this dream he has every night and then he steps into this nightmare. He says. So, like, is that the beginning of the story? Is he already in some sort of changed universe? Something that maybe Wanda has done before the movie even starts? 
Um, I don't know that it's going to be a Wanda thing. What it might actually be, um, is that he got, uh, like, you know, he's, he's seen the face of time kind of thing. Um, but he got dusted, right? Mm -hmm. He went away for five years and is now back. Bucky did too. And Bucky was having nightmares, but you know, are the nightmares that Bucky had just because of PTSD and, and all that trauma? Or is it that everybody has nightmares who got dusted? Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. I, I, I kind of doubt they're going to go back to the dusted as like the reason this is happening or anything. But I do think that like, that might be why, uh, that lady moved on and got married. You know what I mean? Like, it's possible that, like that's part of the story. Uh, we haven't seen his real like discussion of how what happened in his life because of him being dusted, except for yeah. the fact that Wong took over. And then yeah, Doctor Strange is a prideful dude, and if like you know the woman he loves has moved on, has moved on, his like position as the Sorcerer Supreme has been given up. Like all these things happen because of the dusting, you know. Yep. Maybe what he tries to do is something similar to what happened with Peter. He wants to change the verse to be like what he wants it to be. You know, like he, he's like, maybe he looks into the multiverse to find out what the world would have been like if the things had gone better for him. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that that is necessarily what he's going to do. I don't, I don't see that being in his characters to, to do that. He seems like he has very much accepted the fact that he is outside of all of these like you know small worldly things of you know love life and whatnot like he's he's defending the the universe the, you know he's defending sure. reality well that well but that's the thing like he, his position was kind of lost to wong i think the title was lost to wong right but that doesn't stop him from still being that guy you know cuz like sure in in Infinity War. Tony asked him, like, you know, do you do anything other than, you know, b making balloon animals? He's like, defending your reality, douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's, even if he's not Sorcerer Supreme, he's still, like, he's still doing the things, you know? Yeah. I'm, I don't know that he would do something to intentionally injure reality. But I could see him doing something to like look at what the verse might have been if he'd done like maybe he takes a trip through the multi now that he knows the multiverse is out there, he like he knows about it and he's he's experimented with it a little bit. Like maybe he decides to take a trip through the multiverse and see different versions of reality that he could have could have taken. Like like he sees the roads not taken. Because I just I feel like there is consequence or there's something heavy in the weight of like uh, Palmer getting married. Like that that's in the movie yeah. for a reason. And things just got out of hand. <laughs> like, I think often, you know, you see that happen. You see Palmer getting married, and it's like that is something to establish what's going on in Strange's character. You know what I mean? Like right. what's going on with him. And I think he's gonna be having a crisis of like the paths he took. You know what I mean? And whether yeah. that I don't know. It, was it worth it? Yeah. That kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so maybe he... What got, did you lose? Maybe he travels into the multiverse to 
see what life would be like if he had chosen differently and then screw something up. Like maybe that's the inciting incident. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast about like, what was the inciting incident? Is it in game? Is it Spider-Man no way home? Or is it something that's going to happen in this movie? I think it's going to be something that happens in this movie. I think so too. And I don't know that it's necessarily going to be, he screwed something up, but rather I don't, I don't know that he's going to try to live that life you know, and mm-hmm. that be what screwed it up. I think he's probably going to be taking a, it, it could be that he's taking a trip through the multiverse. He's, he's watching, he's observing, he's being the watcher, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then happens across something that uh, somebody needs his help. America Chavez needs his help. Right. Miss America right, right. comes to him for help. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe, oh, this is a good one. Maybe Miss America Chavez was sent to him for help by a version of himself in a different verse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think based on the trailers, that's looking pretty likely. It looks like, and this is just watching the trailer, it looks to me like that Doctor Strange that is fighting with Amer- or for America Chavez against that creature with all the like bands. It looks like a mummy almost. It appears that that is the same Doctor Strange that at the end of the movie is zombie Doctor Strange. He's right. like got similarities in the clothing and stuff and the hair. And uh, I think what's going to happen is that Doctor Strange is going to die protecting America Chavez. And America Chavez is going to end up in another verse looking for a ver- looking for a version of the man who sa- helped save her or like whatever. Uh, and yeah. I think that's going to be the inciting incident for America. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what if it's not what if it's not Doctor Strange going through the verse watching? What if that was just a scene where like she punches through the the multiverse, hops into hops into that universe and Doctor Strange there never had anything happen bad with his hands. He's just getting married to to Doctor Palmer there. Like there, he's just at the wedding. Mm. And he doesn't have any powers. He's everything's fine perfect life and she's like oh wrong one and like punches her <laughs> <away at that one. laughs> yeah and then like as he's watching the mar- the or the wedding's happening of dr strange and palmer and then like in the back corner is a guy is a, is a disguised dr strange who's like <laughs> who's, who's got, like, on a trip through the multiverse on. yeah he's got glasses and hat yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's got sunglasses and a but ball he's, cap. He's, he's still wearing the full <laughs> Doctor Strange cloak, though. <laughs> he's got he's got sunglasses and a ball cap. He just looks like himself at a baseball game. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I feel like we could talk about Multiverse of Madness forever, and and there's we don't know anything. The thing that is throwing yep. me off, though, like I think all these things sound right. Like America Chavez comes to the verse, something's happening, but the thing that that last trailer about him being in a nightmare and like, what is the nightmare? What is reality? Why is he dreaming? Is he asleep? Is something wrong with reality? And then there's the line that Charles Xavier says, which is we should tell him the truth, the truth. So what is the truth? That is the biggest question. What is the truth? It's, It's that the universes are colliding. The multiverse is collapsing in on itself. It's possible. It's possible. There's a lot of, there's a lot, there are, there's a lot, there's speculation about all this, but we've talked about it. I don't know. We've talked about it as nauseum, I'm sure, but like, 
one of the biggest things I like, one of the biggest theories I like is we should tell him the truth and that his version of Wanda has created the no more mutants universe like that, oh. that, uh, the entirety of our universe thus far has been living in the no more mutants universe. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like we've been in house of M the whole time and like we, uh, we should tell him the truth. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're survivors the of your woken up. Yeah. Like we, we, we <sighs> we're outside the universe. We're like, it's like a council of mutants that like escaped the, like the wave of her remaking the world or whatever. But that's so great. It's cool. The only problem with that idea is that why would Wanda then put herself in a world that where she's going through so much pain? If she can remake the world like that, she would remake it like she did in house of M where she's like living in a happy life with her family, <laughs> right. not or in WandaVision for that matter. Why would she hurt herself so bad? Yeah, that's probably that. That doesn't really hold water. Weird way to kill your brother like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do like the idea that something is wrong with the universe though. Like something is, something is amiss and yeah. maybe Dr. Strange has to know that. And Wanda has something to do with that. Maybe she doesn't. Hmm. I mean, he does turn to Wanda for help. Yeah. But why? And he like, he didn't give a crap about Westview. He's like, I'm not here to talk about Westview. Like who cares about a couple thousand people that you enslaved? Right. But the thing is, like, he turns to Wanda for help, but is that turning Wanda for help, or is it because, is that part of the dream or the nightmare? Like, I don't know. I don't know what, there's, like, layers of, there's layers of multiverse in this story, but there's also layers of reality that are in the trailer that we just don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, I man. Re I really don't know. I, this discussion is just a whole bunch of, I don't know. There's a theory I really like right now that we came up with a few weeks ago. Shathan, right? Mm -hmm. Shathan is the if we're talking if we're talking about really what might happen in this movie, it seems like Shathan is at the end of this movie. Like that seems like the big bad, possibly. Um, there are there's some sort of temple on a mountaintop. It looks like which in comics there's a mount there's like on top of the mountain uh mount you know the name of it Wendigore. Uh, yeah, Mount Wendigore, that's where the Darkhold was created yep. by Chithon. And yep. it's also, Chithon is the one that imbued the Scarlet Witch with her powers. Yep. So I've been thinking, Chithon has this sort of Lovecraftian look to him, right? Yeah. Um, And it's also like dark magics, uh, dark dimension magics kind of stuff. You also have... um. The, the the squid looking character in this movie. Talk about um they're calling it Gargantos, but I I'm pretty sure it's Shumagorath. Yeah, it's like Shumagorath had something to do with the rights. They couldn't use the name or something, but yeah. Yeah. Uh Garganto is what it's called in this version. So you got all these sort of Lovecraftian ideas. And then I started thinking about like what else do we have that's setting up uh the, the future things for future movies. Shang-Chi has these rings. Yep. That were protecting a wall that also let out some pretty Lovecraftian looking monsters. Uh, mm, the rings were 
I think the rings were just a a thing that made someone strong enough to open the door. Agreed. Agreed. I don't think they were the key. Right. No, I agree. I, I or yeah, I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I agree with that. But I, I'm just saying, like that door behind that door are some pretty Lovecraftian looking monsters. Yes. That the rings seem to be calling out. They were convincing Shang Chi's dad that he needed to go let that monster out. What and then we know at the end of the uh, movie uh, that those rings start sending some sort of beacon. You know. Yeah, they felt it in Camartage. What if? Which I mean, how have we not talked about this before? Camartage, obviously Wong. Camartage. That's this movie. This movie is a is that's all occurring here. Yep. Wong is going to be in this movie. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I can't remember if he's been in the trailers. Has he? Yeah, yeah, really. I can't remember where he, what he does in the trailer. Oh, yeah, he does that flip through the for Garganto, uh, and it's clearly a stunt guy. Have you have you seen? Were you were you on the episode where we doing the frame by frame? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he does it. He does that flip through Garganto, and it's like clearly a stunt man. Anyway, my theory, my working theory for kind of the future of Marvel right now mm-hmm. is that Shang Chi's bracers or whatever was like his, his rings, the ten rings were some sort of ancient magic that even uh, they don't know what it is. Yep, that's what they said. Maybe they're connected to Chathon. Ooh. And, like, they were... And Chathon, maybe that monster in uh, Shang-Chi was a servant of Chathon. And then when whatever his plan was to take over the Earth or take over that realm didn't work, they started uh, letting... Chathon, no, like, uh, you know, th- you, you, cu- you need to, you need to do this a different way or something. <laughs> you need to go a different route, bud. Um, so anyway, that all to be said, like, it just mm. seems interesting that they're so Lovecraftian. Um, they're sort of similar kind types of monsters and that the bracers connected directly to Camartage at the end of that movie. Um, so it seems like, it could be a part of a bigger story. Like maybe Scarlet Witch is another way that Chathon is trying to get into our universe or something or whoever, you know, Chathon is serving or whatever. Mephisto. (laughs) Yeah. Could, could, could be, could be Mephisto. You know, something that Dr. Strange does a lot of in comics is um, like his fights are often against like, the representation or like the physical representation of a concept, like an ancient like concept, sort of in a Lovecraftian way uh, where like, you know, the, the unknown or fear itself, you know, that sort of thing where like, that's cool. The aspect of this thing, like it wants to enter our universe and take over and he's keeping it at bay. Um, What if, what if these rings are like each one, could be it could be that each one is made by a different aspect right like they came together to make the rings and you know maybe use those to imbue a champion or whatever with their power something like that right 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 i like that i don't know that that tracks maybe like maybe when wu only unlocked like a a teensy bit of the of the power of the rings. Sure. It's very possible. 
Um, and what are the rings? Like, are they, you know, and that's, the, that's really the only, that's one of the biggest questions we have dangling in the air from, from a post-credit sequence. Yeah. And I just feel like it, it's very possible it might be answered here or at least like tied to something that's here. And if this whole thing is happening with Chathon, it seems, it just seems like a good connection. seems pretty strong. It does. Could be. There's also, this is a very small toy leak. Do you care? Go do it. Give me it. Okay. Spoiler, skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to. There was a Thor Love and Thunder toy leak. Yeah. And it's just, no information, but it looks like a squid monster. Like it's a big, tall thing and it's got like crazy tentacles and it's tall. I don't know who it is. I didn't look into it because I didn't want to know, but I saw that. I just saw the image and I was like, that kind of ties into the theory that like, what if, what if these sort of, you know, some sort of dimensional threat, just like in a, you know, just like in the first Doctor Strange, some sort of interdimensional threat is trying to break into our universe and it's being represented by all of these Lovecraftian monsters that are coming through. Yeah. Yeah. And then that could tie into, um, that could tie into Gore the God Butcher. You know what I mean? Like if, if these concepts come there have become material, you know, um, like you're talking about, those could also be considered gods, you know, oh, yeah. like he's wanting to not only destroy those, he's wanting to destroy all the old gods as it were. It'd be a very Lovecraftian kind of thing. If like Gore, the God butcher went and destroyed that, by the way, I meant to mention earlier with moon Knight. What if Khonshu ties to that as well? Like, Oh yeah. The Egyptian gods get tied in with the Gore, the God butcher stuff. That sounds like an easy, uh, an easy through line for, you know, kind of setting up Gore the God Butcher and, and Love and Thunder. Yeah. Moon Knight being all about the Egyptian gods. Like, yeah, Gore the God Butcher would target those. Of course he would. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Man, what if that's the post credit scene of Moon Knight? Like, Gore the God Butcher just, like, stepping in and m- murking one of the, <laughs> one of the, one of the Egyptian the, gods. Yeah. I don't know that they would show that happening. I think that there would be, like, a... Like... Konshu uh, informs Mark of, you know, hey, uh, something's been happening. <laughs> the, yeah. This guy kind of killed one of my buddies. Right. I have no idea what that show's going to be like. I'm excited because I know so little. I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. I don't know how they're going to represent, like, how, you know, Konshu talks to Steven or Mark or whoever, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, just, just gonna be cool, man. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, we have no control over. And we're back. Well, we have gone really long and we've gone through three properties. And so we're gonna need to speed round this because we've gone almost an hour. So let's try to just hit those, hit the high points because I mean, I feel like Multiverse Madness is such a big question mark and it's what we're gonna end up spending yeah. a lot of time on here. But let's see. Ms. Marvel. What is the arc of Ms. Marvel? Coming of age. Absolutely. That's all. Coming to terms with your powers. Well, I think, I, I don't know. It looks different based on the trailer that we recently got. It, it looks like her power um, is not the same as it is in comics. You know, the embiggening yeah, is not a thing. It looks very different. It looks very different. But I think there's still going to be elements of that kind of, you know, like, Similar things that she does in the comics will happen um, with these seemingly cosmic powers. But I think that 
this uh, I've got theories on it, but I think that this is kind of going to be tying back uh, to obviously it's going to tie back to Captain Marvel, but I think it's actually like truly going to tie back to Captain Marvel and in the Marvels, you know, she'll come up. Yeah. Um, I think that that's going to, to get us to that cosmic space. Cause in the trailer, she, it was asked, how does it feel? Or she was asked, how does it feel? And she said, cosmic. I'm like, yeah, of course it's going to be a cosmic thing. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. It looks like they're not going in humans. They're also not going mutants. They're going with some sort of cosmic, almost like technology yeah. thing. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. Cause I have no idea. It looks completely different than the Miss Marvel. We know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be different, but I think that there's precedent. I think they're combining her with, um, the, there was a different character, the, the nega bands, I think is what they were called. Okay. Imbued somebody with, with power. It was basically just bracelets, like a power bracelet. Yeah. And that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. She snaps like it on her she hand. She snaps that on and gets the, gets the glow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I think the arc is going to be pretty simple. It's going to be her, uh, learning to connect with her family while being herself. And it's going to be very coming of age kind of thing. Um, but also it will connect into Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel, uh, which we'll see in the Marvels, which is this year or next year. The Marvels is going to be next year in February. Okay. I like it. That's soon. That's real soon. Okay. So yes. that's Ms. Marvel. Sorry. Yeah. Captain Marvel, who was original Captain Marvel. Uh huh. The Negabands were awarded to that, that person by the Kree oh. Supreme Intelligence. Huh. They're a relic of the Kree Empire. They transform mental energy into physical energy. Interesting. That sounds like a Green Lantern type of power. Kinda. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, that, that Miss Marvel's looking cool. Um, we're going to talk more about that on our other episode that will have already come out by the time you hear this. Um, so, okay. Thor Love and Thunder. Gore the God Butcher's here. Uh, we got to see Jane Foster's got to become Thor in some form. Yep. Or the multiverse is open now. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go with the classic story of her with the cancer. I Yeah, I don't know about the cancer, but I like another toy leak. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, well, I'm, I'm basing this off of set photos and kind of uh, from toy leaks. Okay. Um, so skip forward 30 seconds, but um, it looks like she puts Mjolnir back together because there was a toy that has oh. Mjolnir like cracks all through it, but still brimming with lightning. And then there was a set photo where she was, it looked like Natalie Portman was being lifted off the ground at a place where like yeah we saw that year like a year ago yeah where where the shards of mjolnir were yeah okay okay i dig it um okay so but like what does that mean yeah i have no idea and if thor like maybe her putting mjolnir back together is what calls thor back to the planet you know like i don't know is he going to be start the movie out in the galaxy with the guardians and he's going to come back or like i have no idea I don't know what this movie is about really. And like the Gore, the God butcher stuff is really the question because there are so many versions of gods oh, no. that we could talk about. Um, oh, you know no. what, what, what if, and I hate to say this, what if Gore 
wins against Thor. And okay. his power transfers back through Mjolnir and she's messing with it. Like she's tinkering with it or whatever. And like is imbued with that power because like the spirit of Thor comes back to there and oh, like, like the, the mean, hammer reassembles. You mean like Thor actually dies? Yeah. And like his, mm, that's pretty bold. That would be wild. And then she wild. has to, and like she becomes the new Thor. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. is now the God of thunder and is now a target of Gore, the God butcher. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh. No, it's absolutely possible. Oh, now, no. <laughs> there are so many versions of gods right now. We've got, like we talked about Domenico Khonshu and the Egyptian gods. We've got all of these gods uh, in the Asgardian stuff. Uh, we also have uh, the Eternals, who are also like known as gods among their worlds. One of the, one of the theories we had... Um, was what if in another episode we talked about what if Gore the God Butcher is from a world where uh, the Eternals did their job right and, and and a celestial was birthed and killed all his people and now he's like traveling the verse killing Eternals basically because oh, yeah, they're the because god, they're the various gods. gods yeah and he would say like how could how could these gods let this happen. Right. And obviously they're not worthy, so all gods must die. Right. And that might tie into why, like, Star Fox shows up at the end of Eternals, might be like, hey, by the way, guys, there's this guy out in the verse hunting us. We need to, I'm here to let you know about it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know? But that seems weird because we don't know anything about Eternals showing up. So I don't think that's it, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I could see it. There's, I mean, there's also the discussion of why is, um, why is Russell Crowe in. Love and Thunder and Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, I I don't think I even knew that. Yeah, like he's supposed to be he's supposed to have been cast as an unknown role and a lot of people are saying he's going to be Zeus. Right. So there's those there's the Greek pantheon as well yep. in the Marvel Comics universe, so that's totally possible. Which could also help us to establish Hercules mm-hmm. in the verse. Yeah, cuz he still needs to show up. Like damn. So yeah. Thor Love and Thunder you know, much like a hammer is going to have a hell of an impact. <laughs> it seems like it. I mean, it, it is the, it's the first time we've had a fourth, uh, movie of any type other than Avengers. A Thorth, if you will. A Thorth. Yeah. No, uh, don't, <laughs> don't. It's bad. It was bad. Don't, it was good. Don't encourage it. <laughs> You've taken this time to spend more time with your family and the dad humor has only grown. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Your powers. <laughs> it's growing. Powers have only grown. Oh, man. My powers have more than doubled since the last time we spoke. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot going on there. I feel like it could go anywhere and it could tie into, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what this score the God Butcher thing. It seems like a big deal. Yeah. So kind of the, I guess the next one if it comes out this year uh, would be the halloween special right right because there's this supposed be to be halloween a halloween special, special um, which everyone's saying might be werewolf by night but i don't know that it's all been confirmed so yeah. i don't know anything about werewolf by night <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know, know anything about it 
nothing. It sounds like a werewolf detective, and right. I don't know what is that. What it is? <laughs> I, I don't remember it at all. <laughs> okay, I only like just heard about it before we started this uh, this conversation. <laughs> we know nothing about it except we have heard a little bit of um, information that it might be a part of that Midnight Suns team, right? As well. So, like, Blade and, you know, at all, like, sounds like it would come out of the Moon Knight bit, like, pretty handily. Yeah. Um, so, what if Moon Knight plays that role that, uh, like, Tony Stark played? What if, consultant. You know, or, yeah, like, you know, when he goes to I see... I thought putting a team together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if he plays that role? Uh, for the Midnight Suns or Dane Whitman for that matter, like goes out and seeks out werewolf by night, you know, could be, or, or all of them show up and they're all in that same post credit sequence at the end of moon night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And all the, the, uh, all the holiday specials are just like various versions or various people from that Midnight Suns team getting their own Mm -hmm. thing and like intro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all just Steven from Moon Knight, like, spinning around to find another, like, crazy hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, other things we might get this year. She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, we don't know when She-Hulk is supposed to come out. It just looks like it's supposed to come out this year. We haven't really seen much of anything mm-hmm. about it, but, I mean, we do know that, you know, we got we got Matt Murdock back, so I I feel very strongly that he's going to show up at least in a cameo in there oh yeah as a as i think another that would lawyer. be great yeah yeah we've talked about it. i think it'd be great but i just don't I, I don't know i have no idea i don't know what where does she live does she live in new york yeah in the comics yeah okay then yeah that seems that seems like a pretty good fit it's so interesting because it sounds like it's going to be a comedy they've talked about kind of like it's going to be a little more comedic right i think so and they also t- it talked about, it sounds more like a comedic procedural lawyer show than a superhero show, <laughs> but she's going to have the powers of Hulk. I, I think it sounds super funny yeah. and weird and fun. And Tatiana Slay is Bay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jamila Jamil is going to be Titania and she's, she's pretty hot too. oh i I, yes yes touchdown is also hot i I just meant like she's like she is bae she's just like the best actress and like she's the best i I love her and for all kinds of reasons i've only seen jamila jamil in um in the good place and you know she was fantastic in that so good but um i don't you know i don't know how she's gonna be as a as a villain uh, as Titania, you know, <laughs> I don't know how she's going to yeah, pull that off. Um, I, but uh, again, haven't seen her in much of anything other than the good place, but she was, you know, she was able to portray a lot of emotional depth there. So, mm-hmm. you know, For and sure. she had the comedic chops. So like, I don't doubt that she's going to be great in the series. That's a good point. She does have the comedic chops. So if she's the villain and the show is a little more comedic, that can make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wakanda Forever. Ugh. What's going on in Wakanda Forever? Been, like how? How do you have another Black Panther film? Mm-hmm. How do you have another Black Panther property without the goat? Yeah, without Chadwick. Like basically, Wakanda Forever. Just I don't know that it can do much else except just somehow be a love letter. Uh, yes. 
but also needs to reestablish who that story is going to be about going forward. Yeah. Who takes up the mantle? We've we've talked a lot about who will take up the mantle of Black Panther, and, and I, I think the Black Panther character is important, and uh, could there could be one, but also the heart shaped herb was destroyed. Yeah. What if it's less about replacing him, and and it's more about telling the story of Wakanda from here? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do we deal with the loss? How do we all move on together? Yeah, and I mean, there's so many interesting characters in the. Uh, that part of the verse that yep. they could establish a lot of characters that can move forward in their own way, you know, and that Wakanda as a concept survives regardless of the black Panther. Um, and, and it's going to be heartbreaking and horrible to see, but uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting, I mean, I don't think it's going to be horrible. I think I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to cry yeah. the whole time. It's it's gonna be pretty bad. Um, <laughs> like I, thinking about it makes me real sad. And uh, it's been so long. Like we've, you know, yeah, it's been a long time now that we've known about uh, since since he's his passing, and it just feels still still crazy that yeah. this verse will move on without uh, Chadwick in it. So I kind of feel like there has to be there has to be a hero to take up. You know, take up the fight to be the defender of mm-hmm. Wakanda like that. Um, the Dormelage are great, but like that whole culture is about, you know, establish this person who is the Black Panther. So I think that there is going to be a a lot of how do we move on without our king. Um, but somebody still has to take up the mantle. And... I want to think that it's going to be Shuri just because, you know, she's, uh, she's part of the Royal line. She's a sibling. She took up the mantle in the comics, Mm -hmm. but also M'Baku is a fantastic character that I think could absolutely be at the forefront. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know though. Cause like I, I really like him as the picking on the small people kind of, you know, leader of the Jabari tribe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like him a lot where he is, but that's, I think that's, that could be a really cool arc for him. He's been sort of sniping at the Royal family from afar. You know what I mean? And like what happens when, the thing that you wanted, like he, he, he fought to be the black Panther in the first film. And it's like, what happens when you, when the, when the dog catches the car as it were, Yeah, like, what are you going to do when you get it? You've been wanting this thing to be in the spot of leadership. And now we need you to lead. It's easy to snipe at the leaders from the outside. It's, it's a hard thing to step into a leadership role and actually do the thing. Um, that could be really interesting storyline. I, I really think that Wakanda Forever needs to kind of lean on the idea of like, you know, even before Chadwick's death, T'Challa was going to have been gone for five years, right? That's true. Like yeah. during the blip, he's out, and who leads in that in that time frame? Like somebody has to take over. Yeah. So like, mm. I, I really. <laughs> 
I keep going back to it. We keep going back to this discussion all the time. Is like, I need to know what happened. I need to know the state of the entire universe for the entire five years. Like, we need a movie about all of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I want, I want a movie for every character who was blipped and every character who wasn't. And what did their side characters do? We just had the episode on side characters. Like, I want to know what happened to all of them <laughs> during that five years. <laughs> yep oh. just make it like a rec- you know what it doesn't even have to be like a full-on movie make it a recurring like 20 minute episode series or 20 minute 20 minutes per episode series on disney plus and just like it never it doesn't have seasons just you know make it put it out make it put it out keep going yeah just forever. that's all i want that's all i want <laughs> forever we want the blip forever black panther blip forever <laughs> Oh, that's sad. Instead of Wakanda forever. Yeah, I know, but it's sad. Yeah, man. So, other properties that are like... Yeah, last couple things. Uh, Secret Invasion. What's going to happen in Secret Invasion? It has How to big of out. a deal is it going to be? Yeah, huge. It's Do you be, think? Yeah, it's going to be huge for my, um, for my fantasy draft. <laughs> <laughs> well... I really wonder how big of a deal it will be for the verse because it being a show about the, the secret invasion, while it doesn't seem like there's any movies planned that seem to coincide with it. You know what I mean? But it's going to have Nick Fury in it. I mean, like it's going to be a big deal, but it seems like, I mean, I guess it is the secret invasion. So maybe it just stays a secret in comics. Did the truth come out eventually? Yeah. Yeah. In a big way. Um, Okay. It eventually got to the point to where there was a gigantic fight. Uh, I think it was in DC, but um, it ended with the Queen of the Skrulls, Queen Varanki, uh, being put down by Norman Osborn. And that's how he became the leader of the Dark Avengers. Gotcha. Okay. Because everybody was like, yay, he's reformed and he saved us. I. I think the biggest question for me is like, just how big is that story going to be? Like, how is it starting the secret invasion storyline or is it just like a really self-contained show? that's going to be like <laughs> six episodes and it's just like, Hey, there's some scrolls. It's over now. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It just feels like age of Ultron. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like age of Ultron, the weekend of Ultron. Yeah. It, or, or could it be like, every freaking Marvel hero appears in it because there's like all kinds of crossovers and some of them are scrolls and some of them aren't. And it could be a huge story. You know, I just yeah. don't know. Is Maria Hill a scroll? Has she been a scroll the whole time? How does that mm-hmm. affect my, my draft? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what if season two is supposed to come out this year? What do we think? Yeah, it is It like, we didn't think that it was supposed to, cause there hasn't been like any gigantic, things but um a recent tweet from uh mcu direct says what if season two is officially set to premiere in 2022 and then the head writer ac bradley um tweeted like retweeted that said see you later this year kids so later this year in quotes that's when what if season two is supposed to happen great well, and that's real soon with that i it literally anything quite literally anything and everything could happen there yep because it's a what if series 
But I think if if it's if the first season's any indication, I think we will continue the storyline of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah, especially Captain Carter. We know she's supposed to return. Right. But she also might return in Multiverse of Madness. So, like, maybe we'll get a oh. glimpse of what's going on with her and then move back into, her, you know, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's wild. I feel like What If needs to collide with Loki. Like the Loki it series. Could. Yeah, it absolutely could. I, it would be interesting to see, even just see the TVA show up in What If or whatever. Yeah. But that's the problem is we still don't understand exactly how that functions. Uh, we are the TVA is outside the timeline because they are one thing that is viewing all of the multiverse. So where do they? Where are they? Where 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 do they exist? Outside? Are they in the quantum realm? Is the quantum realm the same for every universe? It, or, or is it all connected through the quantum realm? Like, we just don't fully understand that, how that works still. And then there's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I don't think anything is going to come from that that's impactful. I think it's just going to be fun. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to, it said they're going to introduce a new character. I have a feeling it might be Adam. Adam Warlock? Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe. Because we know he exists, we know who's playing him, all that stuff. Is that going to be like a Boba Fett kind of situation? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. Like, I think they're trying to, like, introduce him in, like, the holiday special, like Boba Fett. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Let's let's do it. <laughs> so that's the only thing I can think of that might actually happen in that thing. But I think it's going to be a bunch of silly songs and dances and just, like... Ridiculous. It already is. Yeah, it is. It is. It's going to be more of that. It's going to be ridiculous comedy. I don't even know if there's going to be a plot. I think it'll be much in the style of the Star Wars special, which had a plot, but, you know, I think it'll be a similarly okay. thin plot. Okay, that's fair. Uh, okay. Well, guys, thank you. We have gone way, way, way too long on this um, thank you for joining us on this episode. Thank you, Caliber Explosion, for being a patron and for the uh, the commissioned episode. Uh, we will be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.